so it's uh it's nine thirty, and we were gonna start recording at eight. Where socks? Have you guys heard yeah. anything, or is that what was no, going I, on? No, I DM'd him earlier. I didn't hear anything. I just thought he would be here like usual. Nothing. Yep. Nope. Same here. Absolutely nothing. It's a little rude. <laughs> I'm a little worried though. Like, right. what's what's the deal? Like, he's I mean, he's usually good about this stuff. I'm gonna text him. Y'all, y'all see what y'all can do. Guys, I just found I found a note. Wait, what? Really? Wait, it's where? What? It's just like this crumpled piece of paper which I just found. Tom, is the note sweaty? Guys, come around. Look at this. Look at this note that we can all look at. All right, move over. Come on, give me just, give me some space. Tim, watch your fucking elbows, asshole. It smells like RV sauce. <laughs> it does smell like RV sauce. Wait, let <laughs> me just... There's a crumb on there. What the fuck? I'm just going to... Hold up. I'm just going to tear off the corner and... It tastes oh, like RV sauce. Yeah, it tastes like RV sauce as well. It's disgusting. Give me... Can I have a, can I have a piece of that? Yeah, you take you take a little piece as well. Just a little bit. You know what? It's a little it's a little salty, but like briny. Like, like the ocean, briny. sort of. Kind of like the... All right, yeah, and it... It has that smell. It has the smell of the the, the mystical depths of uh, wait, wait, Poseidon's guys, sea. There's words on this thing. What? Let me get my reading glasses on. I thought it was just some kind of. Pattern. Well, here, use my magnifying glass. <laughs> okay, thanks, Tim. Man, it's I that portable magnifying glass is really paying off. It really we, is because most magnifying glasses just they don't work out. Guys, crumbs just keep falling out of this thing. <laughs> it's a lot of crumbs. I don't even know where they're coming from. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me read this. All right, hey. Dickheads. Socks here. Just letting you guys know that I'm on a cruise now. I've run away with my Roomba, and I'm never going to see you shit faces ever again. We're very much in love, and fuck you, and fuck your bullshit podcast? What the? Find a new audio editor, assholes, L-O-L, like you'll even be able to, L-O-L. And then he, I think, what does this look like? Is that like an emoji or something that he's tried to draw? I think that's the shit emoji. I think that's I the shit emoji. I think that's the shit emoji, but he just didn't draw it very well. He didn't Wait, do it very well. Did he draw? Did he draw a frowny face on the shit emoji? I think so. Is that what that is? That's not even a standard shit emoji. Like he's shit emojis never frown. That's always happy. He's guys, is this for real? Like, this did he really up. ditch us to go on a cruise with his Roomba? I think so. Oh, wait, PTO. There's a, there's a second page. Sorry, my sorry, Tim, your magnifying glass just, just fell off. Could you could you read this part? Well, I need my magnifying glass. Can All right, let me find it. it. Me? Yeah, let me just get that magnifying. Okay, here you go. I'll hold it for you. I'll hold it. My okay. hands are shaking. My hands are shaking out of just... I feel insulted and I feel furious about this, but I'll hold it for you over the, over the rest of this note. If you look in the back corner of the room, there will be a big blue jean carpet oh my god <laughs> oh my god there is a big there it blue is. Jean carpet yes. right there wait wait there's more right, yeah. if you lift it up uh-huh you will find another note another note all right okay Aaron, can you go get that other no- just let, let us know if you need a hand with that big blue jean yeah carpet. give me a second okay hold on what should i do with this first note i'm just gonna i feel like I'm, i'll hold on to it for posterity but i'm gonna eat it <laughs> I'll eat it later. I'm gonna hold on okay. to it for now, just in case it's got like well, some more hidden clues. Guys, carpet is really heavy. This, All right. this oh, it is made of is dental. Super heavy. Just let me. I'll get one end. Uh, uh, uh. All right, there it is. There's the other. Oren, can you get that note? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? I wasn't expecting this. Do you guys, are you taking a look at this? Do you see what this says? We, yeah, we're all we're all standing here. I mean, Tim Tim's got the magnifying glass. I was just going. Oh, I'll just hand it to Orin. I'll just hand it to Orin. I can't possibly say this out loud on the. All right, you take crying. the magnifying glass out. 
I don't think any of this should be read aloud. I think this. Sh- I think we should keep this to ourselves, and I think we should just move on. This should be for our private. Thoughts. I don't think y'all are seeing what I see. On the back of that piece of paper, there is a picture. Hold on. That socks. Oh my god! Socks there is a picture. photoshopped Bull Dempsey kissing Tom on the cheek, and he's got a middle finger up. What? Yeah. Look at that. It's my wife kisses that cheek. He knows my wife kisses that. That's my favorite cheek as well. I would never let Bull Dempsey kiss that cheek. Mm, this is this is bad. That money has really changed socks, and maybe we're you know, better off. I thought he was going to become a better person when he had all that money, and I thought now he had that rumor in his life. I thought he was just going to be able to settle down and just live his life as the Lord intended, man and robot. We've got to do this podcast, but I can't produce. I'm not a good producer. We don't have a producer. I'm the star, so it's actually in my contract that I won't do any of that fucking shit work. Knew we shouldn't have given you that damn contract. I know I know you're regretting it, but, you know, it was the only way to retain me. I don't know if you guys have thought of this, but since you guys released me from my pizza contract, yeah. I'm totally free. <gasps> Tim. I can do this. Uh, oh, oh, Oren, hold on I'm a second. Cover your ears. If you okay. Tom, do, do you think, do you think she, she could produce this? Does she know sounds? I mean, her Emma impression was pretty good last week, so she's able to identify sounds and then reproduce them. That's true. And if she can do that, she can for sure edit a podcast. All right, edit all a right. Podcast, yeah. Also, wait, wait, Tim, Tim, Tim. Whoa, oh, oh. Also, have you uh, have you seen the film Forrest Gump? Yeah, I love that movie. So they say in that movie, there's that line where he says, um, "A podcast is like a box of pizza. You never know what you're going to get, except it is probably a podcast." Tom, Tom, yeah. you're just making shit up now. No, or you can get you know, shut up. Are you guys Tom. done? Or you yes, guys done? we're done here. Tom is being a jackass. Uh, is it a yes or a no? Come on, Aaron. I'm delighted to tell you that it's it's unanimous. You're our new audio editor. Congratulations! Everybody. Yay! All right, Hooray. guys, we ready to do this? Let's fucking do this! All right. So here we are, guys, back for another podcast. Uh, one of us has voluntarily expelled themselves. Will he ever be back, or will he live his life with a Roomba on a cruise for the rest of his days? I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Who we don't cares? know. Who cares? We'll move on. We're here. It's me. It's Tom, your host. It's uh, Tim over there. Hey, Tim. How's it going? It's going. It's going. It's I'm going. a little mad at socks. Um, I'd like to bring up that I just tried getting into our um, documents to see what we can talk about, and Socks has locked them, so we have nothing to do. Nothing to talk about. This is so petty. Seriously? We planned this meticulously. The script is there. I'm very upset. All right. Well, I can tell you guys something. So, as you know, I'm uh, I'm an amateur transcriber. It's something that I do. I want to get into the, like the subtitles business. So I, I sometimes I just like you know I transcribe like some of the things that I watch. Um, one of the things that I watched this week was CM Punk's appearance on the hit MTV reality show, The Challenge. Us, the challenge, the challenge. Some challenges. Some challenges, and um, it featured former WWE wrestler turned UFC superstar CM Punk in what could only be described as quite a heated conversation uh, com- confrontation with uh, 
one Johnny Bananas. And uh, I actually I actually have this. I'll just actually I've got it. I've got it here. So I thought it might be fun, given that you know none of our other prepared material is ready, because fucking sucks locked us out of everything when he just left us. Maybe you and I, Tim, and you know Oren as well, you can you know, be part of it. This might this might be a good way to kind of like get out a little frustration. Yeah. Kind of just like Absolutely. cut loose a little bit because yeah. I think all of us are a little on edge. Yes. Um. So maybe a little role play is just the thing we need. Exactly. We're going to be like working out all the bad feelings we've got right now in a healthy way. We're not going to be hitting the bottle. We're not going to be um, hitting the pills or the gym. That can I be might be hit. I might be hitting the bottle. I don't know about you guys. You can hit a bottle. That'd be fine. Not the bottle. Uh, and yeah, just kind of go through it. So um, yeah, do you, do you have... You've all got your copies ready that I prepared? Um, yes, I just received it from you. Um, okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep, yep. You, uh, you ripped off my part of the scroll over here. I'm good. Yep. So I feel like, in terms of roles, I feel like I should be CM Punk. I feel like we both live our lives with a certain set of principles. Um, and I've always seen Tim Moore as a Johnny Bananas type. Um, I'm down to do Johnny Bananas, but if, if Oren would like to do it, I would be happy to let her try it. He'd be delighted. Well, you know what? I do love bananas. In fact, I did eat a banana today, so I feel uniquely qualified for this. So I'll give it a shot. All right. She's prepared. So uh, in that case, Tim, can you be uh, the two women? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Can can you be Kara and Ashley, who have lesser roles, but they're still fairly critical to the the reading? Would you be okay for that? Also notice a Kara here on this list. Yeah, I said Kara. 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 How do you say that name? Kara? C-A-R-A. Come yeah, on, Kira. 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 No, there's no, there's no I in or Y in there. It's Kira. Kira. All right. So you're those ones. All right. All right, everyone. Me, 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 me. Let's <laughs> get ourselves ready. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I fought. I lost. I lived to fight another day. You're the first guy in history to go and lose and be happy about it. I wouldn't brag about hey, that. What, what do you do for a living? I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't go to the UFC and get my ass whooped. That's what I don't hey, do. I was either going to live, win gloriously, or die a glorious death. And that's something somebody like you is never going to understand. It's because it's because they wouldn't let you in. Because no one would pay a dime to see your ass. That's why. I get it. That's your persona. And it's gotten you nowhere in life. So just fucking keep it up, dude. It's pretty unbelievable to watch these world-class athletes squirm. If you don't know how to play a mental game and manipulate people mentally, then you're not going to get very far. Is that an insult? Is that an insult? Because you're a fucking ignorant motherfucker. Oh my god, guys. Bunker down and weather the storm. You couldn't make it in wrestling. You got your ass handed to you in the MMA. And now you're trying to make it in this? You know everything I've done. You're a fucking fan, motherfucker. I think sometimes you know... Johnny has his sarcastic ways, and these guys don't know him so well. I think CM has a very big personality, and those two just clashed. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I think uh, Bananas, he pushes buttons. He goes for the lowest hanging fruit. We're not neighbors. We're never going to be friends. I guess that's why we're competitors. The guy, obviously, he's trying to live up to the name he's given himself, CM Punk. The guy needs to change it to CM Bitch. Because that's all that he does. <laughs> oh, man. God, I feel better after that. How about oh, you guys? Yeah, that felt Feels good. I'm so shaking. much looser. I will also add, like, so while they were having this confrontation, uh, both of them were covered in uh, ketchup and mustard. <laughs> 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 because 
the, I don't know what the challenge was. It was something that involved wrapping themselves in like uh, cling film and then just rolling around in condiments. Uh, so that that added to like you know the the actual real life dramatic performance. But so if you if you uh, listener if you just listen to that if you could like just imagine us being in ketchup and mustard at the same time, then I think that would add to it. Probably should have set that up beforehand, huh? I know, I know, I I, I know I, that was that was a mistake on my part. I mean, I don't know, if, I don't know about you guys. I had a little ketchup and mustard on me. You got you do well. I That's, I, do. I mean, you're you're in the biz. You're you're in you're in a in the biz which involves you know a lot of a lot of condiments flying around. So that, that's to be expected. I uh, I keep it clean. Condiments only end up where I want them to go. That's just how I live my life. You know, that's a that's kind of a bold statement, and I'm not sure if I entirely believe it. But if that's mm. what you think, then fine, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still I'm still feeling a little Johnny Bananas. You're coming off a little Johnny Bananas. You're coming off a little Johnny Bananas. But I, uh, she lived the role too hard, and she that's did. what method acting does. It sticks with you. She's like Heath Ledger. She was she went too twisted. She went too dark, and then <laughs> uh, an Olsen's going to find her dead. Zach Nicholson warned her about playing Johnny Bananas. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> he said, "Don't, don't do it. Don't go bananas. Once you go bananas, you, you'll just happen into a part of yourself which is just too dark." But Aaron was ready. Aaron needed to live that life. Well, that was good, guys. Yeah, I feel better after that. But hey, you know, speaking of confrontations, and I don't want to keep. I don't want this to be the negative podcast. I don't want this it's to. It's so go, negative. I don't want to keep it neggy. But you know, while we're on the topic, I don't want this to be like you know the dark page in uh, in our history. But uh, speaking of confrontations, I've I've had my own confrontations with uh, you know previously member uh, mentioned wrestler on the podcast Ethan Page. He of uh, probably the worst pro wrestling tees shop on pro wrestling tees, which is a pretty high watermark. Um, not trying to be negative though. Not, not trying to be neggy. Not trying to be neggy. Uh, he blocked me this week for a reason that I found surprising. Like he was just talking about how he cried at watching the film, the almost Oscar winning film La La Land. But he, he was talking about how moving it was and how it, and it made him cry. Uh, and I just quoted his tweet and said, oh. Uh, and apparently that was enough for, for him to block me. Uh, he then went on, and this is, I'll have to find out the wording specifically. After he blocked me, he made a statement uh, on his Twitter regarding this, telling people that, um, let's see, what was it? Something along the lines of the, um, if you ever, like, quote his tweets... Uh, or like uh, quote his tweets or reply to him without being an actual fan, or if you're a so-called famous fan, then you will get blocked. Uh, and I don't know if that was meant to make me feel bad, but that's probably the nicest thing that anyone has said to me on Twitter to call me a famous fan because that has been my. He called you famous. He called me famous. I'm basically a celebrity now. I've had someone of the caliber of Ethan Page call me famous, so that feels fantastic. Um. So yeah, that's, I've added him to the, the the list of blockings that I've received. Um, it's a longer list than I would be happy with, and I, I don't seek them out. It's not something I crave, but it's, it happens. Uh, so I was just curious if you guys had received any you know similar kind of you know hardships in terms of like communicating with wrestlers and being blocked. Uh, Oren, in particular, you have you had any situations that you'd like to discuss with oh. <laughs> with the listeners? Yeah. Have you got any dark tales you'd like to admit to? I've got, you know, I gotta say that for the most part, I'm clean. To my knowledge, there is only one per two people block me on yeah. Twitter, but one's not a wrestler, so we can ignore that other one. 
can I hear about the other one who isn't a wrestler, or is that something that you don't want to get into? No, this is this is good. This is fun. This happened recently, and I gotta say, I'm pretty proud. All of it. right. Last week, I went to the Waffle House for a delicious breakfast, uh-huh. and I got a to-go cup of half sweet, half unsweet tea, which is my standard drink at the Waffle delicious. House. Delicious. And Waffle House puts their to-go drinks in these really lovely styrofoam cups. They're insulated. They're perfect. They just keep your drink so cold. Mm-hmm. And I snapped a picture of my cup and I tweeted it with a little caption saying i just love waffle house to go cups Mm -hmm. they're they're really good they're my favorite cups and some person who i've never interacted with who apparently followed me tweeted back styrofoam hashtag unfollowed (laughs) wow so i quoted their tweet and said something like i don't know like hell yeah styrofoam or something like that. And then I went and checked and the guy had blocked me. Oh my god. So, that's fantastic. Not a, not a glamorous story, but no, uh, one that... <laughs> but it's something yeah. that I'm sure many can relate to. Yeah, sure. Right. We've all been down that, that road of, you know... We've, we've all been there. But through. since I've shared one blocking story, let's, let's zigzag over to Tim. Mm. And then maybe we can come back to me for my real charmer of a story. I have been blocked by many people, <laughs> but none of them have been interesting. Oh. There was a time where I was waking up every morning, and the first thing I do would tweet Hulk Hogan, <laughs> and eventually he blocked me. <laughs> can you remember what the? T- can you remember what your final tweet to him was? I have no clue. I really don't. <laughs> um, I also remember right before Goldust blocked me, he had somebody cite like give me a um, like a citation, <laughs> like oh, he was a cop. <laughs> it was like the Goldust Army or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was interesting. But yeah, that's uh, wow. you know, nothing too interesting. You're kind of you're playing these down, but both of these to me sound extremely interesting. Like I want to know first, what were you tweeting at Hulk Hogan every morning? Just like good morning, Hulk. No, just insults. <laughs> oh, like you, insults. Pe- you piece of garbage. You yeah, fucking yeah, pretty yeah. much like that. See, that's the sort of thing I still tweet at Hulk, and he's never blocked me. Mm. Yeah, well, now now Oren, you, yeah. you zigzagged away from this, but who was the wrestler? Yeah, that, uh, blocked who was that? Oren? Okay. Well, it was one Matthew Riddle. <gasps> yes. WWN Life Champion. has blocked oh me. Oh, my God. Yes. The, uh, the Atlas Champion has blocked <laughs> me. Um, what happened to... And, and I'm still not entirely clear on exactly why he blocked me, because I used to tweet about him a lot. Mm. Um, I never actually tagged him in a tweet. I didn't follow him either, which maybe that was part of the reason why. So I would tweet his name. I would talk about him on Twitter, uh, but I would never actually talk at him. Hmm. And I tweeted something that could have been construed as maybe a little horny. (laughs) Maybe maybe a little, I don't know, a a little lusty maybe. Hmm. Um, Something to the effect of... Uh, it's midnight. It's the horny hour. These are all the pictures I have on my phone of Matthew Riddle. <laughs> and then, like, three extremely grainy photos of Matthew Riddle. No big deal. No. Nothing crazy. Sure. Yeah, and he blocked me for it. Come on, man. <laughs> that was, that one took me by surprise. Because it was, like, you didn't tag him in. It was no. complimentary, you know, to, uh, you know, to a high degree. I wonder how much of his social media is controlled. Because he is, you know, obviously a family man. He's, uh. Married, he has children. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of- he's got like four kids. He's, no, it's not four kids, is it really? He totally has like four. That's kids. outrageous. That's ridiculous. That's too many kids. Uh, so he's got an obscene number of kids, and so I wonder how much of his social media presence is handled uh, by his wife, or at least was at the time, and she just saw like him. She would search and see him being objectified in this way, and think, right? No, 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 not going to happen. 
I suspect that this is probably somewhere close to what happened. Because again, and like, and, and this was, I, I started tweeting about Matthew Riddle back when a lot of people didn't even know who Matt Riddle was. I was, I was a hardcore early Matt Riddle fan. Uh, even though Jeez. most of my, yeah, most of everything I tweeted about him were like, uh, his pants are dirty. You know, he's always wearing those same, <laughs> those same white shorts and they're yeah. so dirty. Why are his shorts so dirty? Yeah, and dirty maybe, you know, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't the horny tweet so much as it was the one about his shorts being You're dirty. insulting his pants. Yeah. I was in, I was insulting his maybe his wife's ability to clean his shorts off, and he saw that <laughs> yeah. and was like, "Fuck you! I do laundry all the time." Mm. This bitch, and then blocked me for that. <laughs> that seems very possible. That seems very possible. That, that, that could be it. Yeah. So that's my story. I, I I wear it like a little badge of honor because only him and the styrofoam guy hate me enough to block yeah. me. Yeah. Um, if any, if anyone out there is interested in blocking me, uh, feel free. Mm. I'd uh, I'd appreciate a little more attention paid to me. Sure. In that way. Yeah, it's nice to get some attention. Well, uh, Tom, I know you've been blocked by like a thousand people, right? I'm I'm a tough. Pe- okay, so and we'll come back to this later in the pod. But you know, when you have um, AKA the big dog in your Twitter handle, I think it automatically gets people kind of ready to dislike you in a way that's probably fair. So I think that doesn't help me in terms of, you know, my online presence. Because it does come off like you're trying to be a celebrity. Exactly, yeah. You have a nickname. Exactly, it does. It really really does. So I can completely understand, you know, people being being wary of me and and interacting with me. One of my favorites is one time, I think Matt Taven and Michael Elgin were having a conversation with each other on Twitter. And I think they were being kind of, you know, pretty, they were doing like the kind of lame trying to build to a match something. So they were kind of like, you know, going back and forth in a, you know, in a way that just comes off like badly a lot of the time. Um, and I think I pitched in and said that, you know, oh, wow, Matt Taven, you're even worse at Twitter than Michael Elgin is. Uh, which, <laughs> which was a compliment to Michael Elgin in a way, because for a while he was like the number one worst wrestler Twitter account. Uh, but then they, they both took that badly and they both blocked me. So that was, that was troubling. Um, I was blocked by Sami Zayn for a while, which was distressing, and I'm not I'm still not sure why. I threatened to give him a stone cold stunner, but that was just <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just like a silly thing. That was not a real thing. He he must have known that was not a real thing. Um I was a big there's I I when I I met him before an evolve show when he was forced to do a signing before it and I I took a picture of me looking very tall next to him, which I I, that's one of my favorite pictures that, I, that I've ever had. And I, I, maybe he didn't particularly enjoy that. Um, oh, he's, he's unblocked me since, which is, you know, very appreciated because I think he's, you know, a very enjoyable Twitter account, even though he is fairly sporadic. Um, I think I haven't been blocked by, I haven't been blocked by Lana yet, but somehow I got blocked by Velvet Sky. And Velvet Sky is an interesting one because I don't think I've ever even tweeted her name before I got blocked by her, but she just blocked me, and she seemed very, very, very quick to block anyone, and I'm... You've, you've been blocked by Velvet Sky as well, right, Tim? Yes. Yeah. She's just... She seems very hardcore on the blocking. She's like, you know, she goes out of her way to find, to take offense and, you know, find people to block. So, yeah, that's 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 some of the some of the top ones. I don't think none of them have been... Yeah, I mean, and there's times, like, I'm, I'm not on Twitter to get blocked no, by oh, wrestlers, no. but some of them name search, and they don't like opinions. They don't. They'll just block you. They don't like, yeah, some of them just don't like, uh, I, I, not even spicy opinions, just, you know, just stating opinions of, you know, enjoying or not mm-hmm. enjoying things. And that, that seems like a strange thing to me to do. I wonder... I, I, I'm surprised if wrestlers don't get enough, you know, mentions and stuff that they have to kind of start vanity searching and, you know, actively 
I guess they don't want to see any negative opinions, so they'll just block anyone who who uh, yeah. expresses dis- you know a disinterest or a distaste for them. But yeah, now I have a question. Hey, let's hear it. If either of you could get blocked by a wrestler, mm. who would you want to get blocked by? Vince, probably. I think I think Vince. Yeah, that that would be it. That's the golden goose. Yeah, that's like getting blocked by the president. It's like the <laughs> ultimate. Oh, like it's actually harder to get blocked by. The <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. It's because he 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 doesn't use Twitter very often, and I don't think that he has like because if he had like some a social media manager, then there'd be more tweets coming from him. So just knowing that you had sent something to him, which upset him to the point that he was like, I don't want this guy in my life anymore, because he he seems very forgiving, you know. Uh, you know, forgave terrible individuals like, you know, the Ultimate Warrior and so on. And, you know, Bret Hart was very angry at him for a while as well. So for him to, you know, truly find someone unforgivable would be... He has to wake up every morning and forgive himself the worst <laughs> Exactly, <all>. yeah. <laughs> he has to, yeah, just, you know, just kind of look himself right in the mirror and say, yep, this is good. Keep on going. Keep this train rolling. How, how about, uh, what about you, Tim? Would you say Vince as well? Do you have any others that you could think of? Yeah, I mean, that... that- that's somebody I wouldn't feel bad about making upset. No, that'd feel like an accomplishment. That'd feel pretty good. Yeah, and it ha- like it like just kind of like tweeting him relentlessly. That's you know it doesn't have to, that that doesn't count. Like it has to be actually one specific comment which just like cuts him to the bone, which would feel that feel fantastic. But like I, yeah, I, I don't I don't try getting blocked like I used to a long time ago anymore. <laughs> You're not a rowdy boy anymore. You've 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 turned no. yourself around. How about how about you, Aaron? Is is there anyone that you- I'd like to get blocked by? <laughs> I gave it away. I'd like to get blocked by Brock Lesnar. Mm. I'd like to get Brock. <laughs> I, th- I feel like I feel like that's like up there with Vince in terms of people who just like in general give so little of a shit. Yeah. That if you could get if you could get that block mm-hmm. from Brock, then you were able to get under his skin that yeah. much, which I think in and of itself would be quite an achievement. Yeah, and I bet he's got like a real sturdy hide. So just like getting you know penetrating that yeah. hide would feel like you know. You're doing, you're doing something. You're doing, you're doing something with your life to uh, to really get it. Right. Get it. Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah, that's, so those are some goals. I think those are some some life goals to uh, to try and achieve. Absolutely. But okay, we've had. I think we've had enough Negi Negi talk. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm over it. I want to be mm-hmm. positive. I feel. Yeah, let's be positive. Yeah. Posi power. I feel I feel drained of all the negative energy. I don't even I don't even care about socks right now. That little son of a bitch. He's he's probably just making love to his Roomba right now on his cruise ship. Well, let's, uh, what have what have you been doing in your life that uh, makes you happy? Do you have anything that you're like addicted to or anything? Huh. Oh man, uh, an who wants to go first? I have an addiction. You have an addiction. I got addictions. That yeah. sounds like a, a problem. Like, or what kind of? Yeah, that doesn't sound posy. That sounds yeah. See, it's super. It's super interesting, Tim, that you were able to intuit that I'm hooked on something <laughs> right now. I don't know if I'm giving it away. Uh-huh. If it's the fact that I'm kind of biting on my nails right now, or yeah, I'm there was sweating a little, a little bit. Little nail biting sound. The truth of the matter is, I'm addicted to a live stream of an owl's nest. Uh, oh, it sounds oh. adorable. Wait. Where where is this live stream? Where where are you finding this this this, this hot footage? It's on YouTube, and it's a nest somewhere in Montana. And the the sort of the backstory is is that owls nest and make owlets once a year when the conditions are right. So this is like a once a year type of thing that happens. 
And for the past few weeks, I've been watching these owls go from little tiny, like little puffs that don't even look like birds into fully formed owls that have now all fledged out of their nests and are living their lives as, uh, as functional owls now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's been such a rewarding experience. It sounds very magical. I, like, have they all left now? Like, is there just like an empty hole? Like where, you know. Yes. So it's it's pretty it's pretty cool because the camera is remotely operated by someone whose job it is just to sit and watch this camera. Uh-huh. This is real. <laughs> and there's a chat, like there's a chat box where people just sit and watch these owls uh-huh. and like talk about the owls and everyone has like given the owls nicknames yeah. and it seems like it's primarily old people and like mm. retired people who are just like super crazy about these owls. Yeah, people that need a life. What? People like me that need a life. Yeah. Old yeah. people like me that need a life. <laughs> I've got a question. So much in the way that heroin addicts will need methadone or whatever it is to um, replace their addiction once they, you know, once they no longer, once they're getting off the heroin. Once this Owl Nest live stream is no longer available to you, what are you like? Do you have any plans for how you're going to replace this? Like, how are you going to like, you know, fill that void in your life? You know, I'm probably going to have to go back to hardcore drugs. That's probably going to be it, yeah. I, d- I was able to wean myself off, mm-hmm. like, once I found this stream, yeah. but it's looking rough for me going forward. Just going to go crashing back yeah. down. I mean... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, any suggestions? Like, what am I supposed to do with myself? There's no more owlets to care and for. And you have pets. Like, you've got a cat and a dog, right? Yeah. Could you dress them up like owls and just, like, could they be replace that? hole in your life at all like would they, are they ever as adorable as these little owlets oh my cat is is certainly as adorable as an owlet the dog not so much no um the dog is gonna have to go somewhere else while i live out this fantasy with the cat because he's not invited to owl time yeah. i don't think is there any chance this was viral marketing for impact <laughs> wrestling <laughs> <laughs> yeah have have you seen any like you know of the new superstars of impact wrestling like reno scum or <laughs> the new Come on, Tom. LAX or anyone, like just like in the background or like you know just like painted on the eggs yeah I, no occasionally I'll see I'll see one of them sort of climb the tree uh-huh. and adjust the nest and the little a little bit in the background yes. I think that they I think that they might actually be the maintenance people at this like, compound <laughs> every once in a while um, Conan will show up in an owl costume <laughs> and like he's one of the guys yeah. you'll see like Josh Matthews like you know just have like an egg just like rolling around just, uh... Man, he is, he is an egg, isn't he? He's pretty much already one. Pretty much, yeah. He's a living egg. But hey, you know, speaking of positive vibes, when we think about Turtle Divas, when we think about, like, you know, the purest and most positive aspect of that show, some of you might go to, you know, Daniel Bryan, but then I think Brie has her kind of craziness and that kind of, you know, you can't, like, be at 100% of, uh, you know, on board of all of their antics. Uh, Nikki and John Cena have got a kind of crazy thing. Uh, the rest of them all kind of, you know, Rusev is fantastic, of course, but Lana's a fucking nightmare. I think the only kind of, like, 100% like pure couple, you know, in term- that I completely root for is uh, Naomi and uh, her Uso, whichever Uso it is. And Oren, I believe that they might be getting their own reality show. You're, you're the one with your, your ear to the ground when it comes to the, the entertainment gossip. You know, I heard Is this something you've heard? I, I heard. I heard. And if you follow um, Naomi mm-hmm. or any of her Usos on Instagram, you'll see that recently they were all in Hawaii together. Mm. This being Naomi, her husband, uh, 
other Uso and his wife, who is um, not anyone we know, just a nice lady. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but, uh, but apparently what's happening is that they had a reality show film crew with them in Hawaii. Oh, wow. And it looked as though they are filming a spinoff Total Divas reality show. Wow. And I wow. could not be more excited about this. My initial question is, okay, how, do you like the, the, the head honchos at like uh, E! Network? Do they just think that twins are like, you know, what sell reality shows? Is that why they think people are tuning into these shows? So they saw like, you know, Bella's, Breakout Success, hugely, you know, talented as reality show superstars. Do they think the Usos are going to be like, you know, the new Bella's? As somebody that once tried getting their own reality show, yes. when you go into these meetings... Yes. With these executives, the very first thing they say is, okay, but is there two of us? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and more than likely, you're going to have to say no. Yeah. And that's usually the last time you hear from them. Yeah, that's, I, I, yeah, I remember the, you talking about those meetings that you had, and that was... That was always about as far as you got, right? You know, and you, you brought that. The, yeah, I didn't want to bring it up here, but yeah. you know, it, it fit into the what we were talking about. You brought like, and when you brought like the cardboard like cutout, that got you a little bit further of yourself. It, uh, yeah, we made it to like a second stage, but um, it started raining. We were outside, <laughs> and the cardboard just it just falls. It's, yeah, it, they figure yeah, it out. They, they they saw through it. Yeah, uh, I so I would be on board with this. I liked I think I liked Naomi best when she had uh, Cameron, whatever Ariane, uh, to kind of like because Ariane was very extra. She would have like you know crazy schemes that you know the very sensible, grounded Naomi would get you know caught up with. Uh, I think I enjoyed her most then, but I think she's always been probably one of the standout parts of Total Divas. I've always enjoyed her. I don't. I like the Usos. I don't know. I'll need to find out what this wife's all about. But I could be on board with this. I, I I just I don't think it's gonna be. You don't think it's gonna be good. Naomi <laughs> Naomi was the grounded character in Total Divas. You can't take a grounded character and give them their own thing without zaniness all around them. See, but here's where I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this is where the yeah, you just come in. You should be a little <laughs> sorry. You know what? I trampled over your thoughts and your opinions. You I'm did. sorry I did that, but I have to continue speaking mm. now. So if you'll be quiet and let me talk, I'd appreciate it. Up. You know what? I'm so sorry. That was. The, the the sock stuff is coming back out in me. It's fine. And it's the fine. Johnny Bananas, it's... it's, it's a, somebody get this woman her owl nest. I need an owl nest over here. Clean up on owl five, right? But I but I think I think that the Usos are kind of going to be the zany ones of the show. Hmm. Um, because if you've ever seen like their sort of appearances on Total Divas, they're always the ones who were like buck wild and causing trouble. Yeah. In a, in a funny way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it could kind of work because Naomi's a nice girl. We know that we know that she is just the nicest girl. Yeah. Uh, but the Usos be crazy, right? I mean, Uso crazy. Uso, yeah. So and and I think too that there will be sort of like tertiary characters. Like I bet you they bring on Tamina. Like Tamina's always around. Like Tamina's like super close with all of them. So they're gonna go on some. Fucking camping trips with Tamina. Is she gonna be fun? No. <laughs> Tim was you guys too bad are too. I man. all right, look, can I okay, so I, I I'm sorry, I'm on my day one ish. <laughs> <laughs> I I have some hopes because obviously, you know, uh the, the, the Usos are notorious for being part of Jericho's back of the bus crew. So uh they like to drink and um if the the antics of Renee Young have taught us anything, then you know, uh drunkenness on uh wrestling reality shows is always always a positive but yeah i don't i i can't help but think that there's other ww superstars who would be more deserving of a reality show maybe like when i think of like me personally i am 
fascinated with uh, the life of Dana Brooke and like yep. the taste that we got, like you know the the Breaking Ground show, like yes. just the taste of that was not enough. I want to see more because every everything every time she's doing stuff, it seems to be either stupid or she's screaming or she's doing something illegal or or dangerous or dangerous yeah. yeah like when she was like texting without a seatbelt on like while driving snapchatting with, yeah sorry snapchatting with, with mojo rawley while driving a car uh and like everything like the way she says words the way she pronounces words the way she just kind of lives her life is is fascinating to me so i i just yeah. want to say you know like a show called like you know it's dana would be would be very appealing to me. I think it should be called Playtime is Over. <laughs> that that would be perfect, yeah. So it's it's her, it's like her I feel like I've got this. Like I'm envisioning how this works. This is sort of a gym based reality show mm-hmm. because you know she's constantly pumping iron. Yes. She's always in the gym. You know, arm emoji. Uh by the way, uh that face one Flex Friday, right guys? That's uh, that's the, uh, yeah. the hashtag yeah. she came up with. Flex well, Friday. Why, why why does it have to be a reality show? show with Dana Brooke. Why can't it be a sitcom <laughs> where her where her barbell comes to life and is her best friend? Like an elf character? Like is it a puppet barbell or is it like Yeah. yeah. No, it's animated. It's She's real, but the the barbell is animated. Who voices the barbell? Yeah, that's a good point. Um Joe Pesci. <laughs> yes. Cool. He's he's looking for work. He's he's getting back in the game. Yeah, he's back. Can anyone else see the talking barbell, or is that just like in Dana Brooks' imagination? Oh, that's something. Uh, that's something they would have to come up with in the uh, <laughs> yeah, in the creative. Room. Yeah, you're just giving. But them I the would taste. personally have it be where everybody can see it. Like, there's only fun. one, but like people know it, it exists. Uh, is the barbell horny? Without it. <laughs> okay, good. That's that. Answers, that's all the only question I had about the barbell. I think it should be sort of like a bewitched thing, mm. where like Dana flexes her arm or something, and the barbell appears. <laughs> like oh. I love her. What if, hmm? in the same vein, what if it has to act like a normal person and people fall for it? <laughs> <laughs> they think the bar, the animated bar. So the barbell's yeah. wearing clothes and somehow it has like to wear o- like a trench coat. Yeah, like an octo dad kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. <laughs> can can the barbell like hover and stuff like a uh, or like is it just like fall to the ground? And just- no, he bend. He can bend, but like you know he. You know, he can stiff up. Stiff up, all right, good. <laughs> Again, it's a horny barbell that's, that's trying to be a person yeah. and get with ladies. Can okay. if there was any if there was any show with Dana, I would want Emma to be a part of it. I think because mm. you know we've established on previous episodes, Zoran, that you know from your review of her social media presence that she uh, lives a. Uh, a very free life. She uh, she lives a life where she knows what she wants. She knows how to get it. She's a modern lady. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I would like to see Emma as part of any kind of Dana Brooke project as well, I think. I would see Emma working out well in a Dana Brooke sitcom. Mm-hmm. Because I could see her being sort of like Dana's enemy yes. in a sitcom environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows about the barbell, and she's and she kn- exactly to she let knows. the whole world know about it. <laughs> yeah, and and she's a police officer. Yes, exactly. She is. Yeah, yeah. And so, and she's constantly like she's on the case, uh-huh. like trying to gather enough info on this barbell to like take it to her superior. <laughs> yeah. But she, but the barbell and Dana just keep slipping out of her. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. And she, and she wears her wrestling clothes, but the only way we know she's a cop is on each shoulder of her wrestling gear. She has um, police lights. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just imagining like uh, like Emma just peering around the corner and like you know pushing her sunglasses down and just like when she spots like Dana Brooke in that talking barbell. 
and just smiles to herself that she thinks she's finally got them. But then something happens. They they they, they escape her grasp. What would the name of this be? Oh, oh, good question. Mm. Well, I said playtime is over. I mean, that's already pretty good. Um, Aaron, can you do your Emma impression as well, please? Mm, not on the spot. Oh. I do have a Dana, so if you get back to me later, I'll be more than happy to bust. Really? It okay. Well, you know what? Okay. So, also, guys, I wanted to say Socks isn't here anymore. Socks is Socks is away. He's 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 on the high seas. He got rich and left us. On a, I, you know, what I'm imagining. I'm imagining a bed like just covered in hundred dollar bills. The the Roomba is sprawled out on it, and it's just sucking those dollar bills up. It's, it's sucking those dollar bills and up, shooting them out its Roomba ass. Yeah, all over, <laughs> <laughs> all over Sox's naked body. So Sox is just rolling around as this this Roomba just ejaculates dollar bills all over him. Uh, but you know what? We don't have to live by his fucking rules anymore. Remember his rule? So his rule was like, we always had to have like emails like at the end. We had to wait till the end to get into any emails or questions. We can do what the fuck we want. We can have our dessert like before dinner. We can just have our emails now. And then if we have more stuff to talk about afterwards, we can fucking get to it. This feels so good. He won't be saying, oh, it's been an hour ago. Exactly. He's not going to say to us. Yeah. He's not going to say to us. Oh, actually, you know, time check, guys. We can do what the fuck we want. So do you guys want to get a taste of a couple of emails just to kind of, you know, wet our appetites? I'd love to. Right. Absolutely. So we got some, well, we didn't just get emails from, we actually didn't get that many emails, but we did get a number of uh, questions from Twitter. So again, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, the first question we got was from our good friend Tyler, who said, will Birdie Joe get her shots? Now, Birdie <laughs> Joe, of course, uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella's new baby. And this is a fantastic question, I think. The answer is no. Yes, that's it, sadly. I, I like to hope. I like to hope that that she will. And, I, you know, I'll never know for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to keep living in, in the world where, yeah, she gets her shots. I want to believe that she will. I want to believe. You know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that crazy Aunt Nikki comes around one day and she's going like, oh, I've got my, you know, my bottle of wine. Do you mind if I open it? Inside the bottle of wine, she's got like a bunch of syringes hidden. Like, like in Jurassic Park with like, you know, the, the, the shaving foam thing, it just kind of clicks open and it's full of shots. So while- Oh, I hope that's a Total Bellas episode. And that's a Total Bellas episode. So while Bree's yeah. out like getting her a fucking like, you know, uh, you know, kale latte or whatever, Nikki's just pumping this kid up full of all the shots she needs. Uh, so I'm hoping that Nikki takes it into her own hands because honestly- I think Brie will just, like, give this kid cryotherapy and, you know, any other crazy uh, medical practice that she's read about on the internet, rather than actually giving her vaccinations. I think it's important to factor in the Daniel Bryan situation I, absolutely, here, yeah. which is that he is the anti-vax one. Yes. He's the Jill Stein voter. Yes, that's true. But that doesn't mean he's... Has he said that he's anti-vaccination? Have I tuned that out of my head? Hmm. You know what? I'm not good on facts, actually. <laughs> We're not. If you're coming for facts, this is the wrong podcast. If you're coming for just like gut feelings, just, <laughs> just, just what feels right. It feels, if you say to me, Daniel Bryan, anti-vax, sounds right to me. Sounds right to well, me. It, sound, it, do, it does sound right. I don't know what it you does, think, listeners, but, but uh, you know, just follow your heart. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't want to blame it all on Brie. So let's all have a little virtual prayer circle for Birdie Joe. <laughs> Birdie Joe. Um, stay healthy. Uh-huh. Just keep on trucking. Can I, have we do- talked about this before? So she's called Birdie Joe. Have we discussed, does this put a pressure on Nikki now to call any child that she has B just for brand consistency for the sake of, you know, being consistent with their Birdie B brand? Have we brought that up before? 
No, we haven't, but I think it's definitely something that they've considered. It's it's gotta be, right? Like it yeah. So I think so yeah, I look forward to B Cena and Birdie Joe Brian just having a fantastic feud whenever whenever they're both uh, grown up. So yeah. Thank you, thank you, Tyler. Excellent question. And you know, we, we are very aware of this right now. Um next question we have is more like a technical one. Egyptian Ken asks, any chance of an RSS feed for the podcast? Uh I don't know. That was Sox's field. We'll look into it. We'll let you know. Sox is gone now, so the, the tyranny of not having an RSS feed might be over, but this is also depending on us getting our shit together. So, you know what? We'll find out. Thanks, Egyptian Ken. I like that question. That was a good question. It was a great question. It's, it's, good, to, it's good that people care enough about the technical side of things, you know? We want to make it easy for you guys. But again, just don't get your hopes up. Uh, Jay asks, uh, Now that Sasha has been demoted to 205 Live... Will Dana get her rightful title shot? Rude, first of all. Wait, wait, wait. What is rude about this? What is rude about this? To say that Sasha has been demoted. She has. Oh. Well, she's on 205 Live now. She's, That's where she is. I don't is. think it's... But it's not a demotion. I don't think. I think that... Mm. I think that... And I already feel like we're talking too much about wrestling. Like, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. As as the last true uh, wrestling critic, I don't think we're talking about it enough. <laughs> we could talk about wrestling all night in a very serious tone. <laughs> We're going to get into star ratings for all the latest New Japan shows later in the show. But for now... And hey, mm-hmm. hey, just a little taste of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> big five. <laughs> We're going big five, so stay tuned, guys. All right. All right. I, I don't want to I don't want to cut you off, but as far as the demotion being an insult, I think it's only an insult insofar that Alicia Fox is the queen of 205 Live. She is, sure. she is like her, her title there now is the richest prize on 205 Live, which almost rhymes. So it's a demotion in the sense that Sasha Banks was, you know, maybe, you know, in the top tier of women on Raw. She is always going to be B, B tier on 205 Live. There is no chance she's going to assert Alicia Fox because she doesn't have Alicia's Raw star power. And she just, she's just not going to, she's not, she's not ready. She's not going to be an Alicia Fox on 205 Live. Well, by the time this pod comes out, we will know what happened at Extreme Rules. Huh. So we shall see. I guess we will. Um, but bigger question. What about Dana? Is she going to get a title shot or what? When, what what's, what's happening with Dana? Well, she and her barbell. Um, <laughs> getting into trouble. Having a little adventure. So, okay. So the number one goal for Dana is that I want to see her get her sitcom slash reality show. That's number one. Number two... I want to see Dana become the like host, like uh, a raw talk type show in the same way that Renee Young does. Uh, and I just want her to see, to see her like unscripted interacting with wrestlers in a, you know, a very raw environment. I think that would be a much better use of Dana's natural talents rather than just mere wrestling. Like wrestling is rubbish when you get down to it. Talking to wrestlers and showcasing her personality, that's where the money is. That's what I want to see from Dana. With Dana, yeah, she needs to just stick to talking. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she's a wonderful wrestler. I'm I'm always fascinated to watch her wrestle. Uh but I think she can be used much better. I I think I think it would be an insult to only keep her in the ring and put the strap on her, as uh, as the old the old guys used to say. But hey, thanks for that. Thanks for that question, Jay. Uh you guys ready for a couple more questions, baby? Yes, please. Okay, next, the next couple of <laughs> Alright, so the next couple of questions are good, because it's less questions, more just an opportunity for me to showcase my raw natural talents. Uh, the first one comes... Okay, the first one. <laughs> let, let, me, let me stop. <laughs> because I know where this is going. Yeah, 
you think your impressions are good. <laughs> no. And look, we all enjoy to laugh with them. Yeah. But Tom. Yes. They're kind of not good. Come on. Fact. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just, come on. All right. So the first one comes from Grapplefuck, who says, not a question, but please share other offensive Overwatch impressions. Now, Overwatch is a, a video game where you play as a number of different characters from different parts of the world who all have different levels of crazy impressions. I showcased one last week, which was Tracer, the British character, who says, keep calm and Tracer on, which is a good impression. And there's other characters that I can do. There's a French character. There's an Australian character. They're not offensive. They're just, it's fine. Do you know, do you? Is it? Yes, it is, is fine. Is it fine for you to do that? It's okay. It's fine. I was excited by okay. this question, but why don't you why don't you give us that widowmaker? Can I do the widowmaker? All right, do it. All right, I will do it. All right, so widowmaker, French character. She says, "Step into my parlor, said the spider to the fly, my friend." <laughs> so the key, and also I've added a little bit to that. So the key to any good impression when you're doing a different uh, 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 accent, always end it with uh, "my friend." So because that that just adds it. That just kind of like makes it seem more authentic. So, like, you know, just just add my friend, like, bonjour, ma friend. And it just sounds, it sounds more real. So, that, I'll only do one this time. I don't want to give them all away. You know, we don't well, want people to come you can do You can do one unoffensive one and do McCree. McCree's a good one. So, McCree's like, uh, where is he from? Like, you know, he's like a cowboy type. Uh, yeah. So, what does he say? Oh, yeah. It's uh, noon somewhere in the world. All right, Oren, you've got to cut that out, because otherwise that's just going to, oh, no, okay, no, leave that in. And that was Tim's version of it, and here's my version of it. Great. It's high noon somewhere in the world. And that's a good cowboy voice. That's a good, like, you know, western gruff cowboy. So, yeah, that was that was, that was was one question. Thank you, Grapplefuck, for that good question. Uh, Tom was so excited about being able to do that. <laughs> and I'll- <laughs> yes, Tim, you were delighted as well, right? Let's move on. All right, so moving on. SCMG says, how many southern impressions does Tom have? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're very much in the portion where um, it is just like in a, a like a, a, this is going to be on my talent reel basically. This is just a showcase. Uh, unfortunately, the answer is I only have the one southern impression, which uh, I showcased last week, so I don't really have any others to to give. I don't know if you, Tim, do you, Aaron, do you have any like specific southern impressions that you can share with? The, yeah, like things? yours is only like a Blanche Devereaux type of southern, ah, but you can't you can't wish. do a real good gritty. Southern. Yeah, yours is like a big daddy, like Blanche's big daddy <laughs> voice. This just sounds like a compliment, though. That that seems like the if you can do one Southern impression, that's the one. You sound like Michael Scott on The Office saying, Come "There's on. been a murder in Savannah." <laughs> Come on, no, it's better. No, let's go back to Big Daddy from Golden Girls. That was a, that was a good impression. Uh, what about you? Do you? I mean, you guys are Southern. Like, do you ever do you ever do impressions of other people from your from your native land, or is that not something you would do? Would you consider that insulting? Yeah, I, you can kind of like you know you can kind of lean into it a little bit. Yeah, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just play around with it. But I would, yeah, I would need like someone to be mocking or like something. Gotcha. Yeah, like I would, I would need like let me think. Can all right? Can I can I give you to make it easier? Please. Can I give you the situation? Yeah. We were talking about the Golden Girls. Uh, you are, all right, here's a situation. Oren, you are Blanche Devereaux, the uh, beautiful and sadly departed Rue McClanahan. Uh, you have recently found a new boyfriend who's very rich and you're excited to have sex with. Uh, Tim, you are Big Daddy and you're here and you're here to check in on your beautiful. Is it his daughter? Because it's a very confusing relationship. 
It seems like a strange. Yeah, Big Daddy was uh, not playing it cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're here, here to check in on your beautiful daughter, who you also have a thing for. I don't know. I don't know. Or you just start, yeah, I just so I hear okay. So I'm hor- I'm horny, and my father is. Also, also, okay. yes. <laughs> yes. So this is uh, yeah. this is great. Yeah, this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, who is this man over there? I don't know, darling, but I wish it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I mean that was that was good. That was those were both good. Tim, you're you're sounded more threatening than like kind of like yeah. a southern dad. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I, I want to say I want to say Big Daddy. Be your daddy. That's <laughs> oh no, that was bad. God. That was so that was bad. awful. Good, that was, was so. Bad. Oh my god! That was I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> scared me a little bit. Yeah, that was. A, what's the next? What's the next question, Tom? The next question. All right, thank you for that. Please move yeah, on. And if you have more questions related to impressions, do send them in. Uh, I didn't get to do my Dana Brooke. You didn't get to do your Dana Brooke? Oh, yeah, sorry. Do your Dana Brooke. Impre- okay. Do you need a situation for Dana? I can just freestyle. Okay, all right. That sounds great. All right. Here it goes. This is one of my favorite impressions. Okay. I do. It's gotten me many accolades. Okay, right. good. You get ready for it. Plea time is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> you got her intonation perfectly. That sounded, that sounded exactly like it. I wish, gosh, they, I wish she was on TV more. Um, another question that we've had is, so again, this is less a question, it's just more uh, a Danny, uh, a friend on Twitter, who has presented us some, some material for us to, to analyse. So he said, please talk about this tweet. Analyse it. Anything. So it's quite broad, but this is a, this is a recent tweet from Michael Elgin, which goes like this. LOL, some dickhead vaped in the bathroom after already being late to take off. Now we're stuck even longer. Dude smelling like cotton candy. So... <laughs> I assume this is just Michael Elgin uh, being frustrated with someone who's vaping in the bathroom of an airplane, which was late to depart, which has frustrated him. What I find interested is the, the cotton candy part. Like, he seems to like declare that this dude smelling like cotton candy is uh, like a negative thing by the sounds of things. And I, I just, I don't know, I find that, I find that you know, surprising by Michael Elgin that well, he isn't more... Vape culture is a, a dirty thing that I wish would go away. But to smell like cotton candy is not a problem. That That's sounds delightful. Thing. Well, we've talked about this before, mm. and it's great that it smells appealing, but it still came out of someone's lungs. Yeah, well... You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. So, oh. like, can I just, since Danny asked for us to do whatever with this like think about it analyze it anything mm. that anything word i just want to say that dude smelling like cotton candy just sounds a lot like uh aerosmith song dude looks like a <laughs> that's true oh man uh, dude true. smells like cotton candy yeah that's yeah so we've just done a beautiful rendition of uh, a famous aerosmith song for you there. there there you go danny that is that qualifies under anything so, so you're very welcome um i i know what you mean about the the smell like being conscious of like it coming out of someone's lungs from being inside them <sighs> but that's air it's just that's air. air yeah you can't get around that when you start thinking about that that's just everything in the world is just contaminated by you know the uh other humans so 
Well, that's also something I can't get over in my personal <laughs> life. So. Yeah, this is and this is why Orange just kind of lives in a in a in a, in a bubble in in in, uh, in her apartment, just re- refusing like an, a literal bubble, like you know, just refusing mm-hmm. to interact with the the rest of her species, which is very very sad. I uh, if I was sat on an airplane, I think cotton candy is probably one of the top tier smells that I would like to experience if I was if I had to be sat next to uh, a vapor. I think I think I'd be okay with that. I'd be pretty into that. Um, so yeah, that was that was the, the questions portion. Uh, oh wait, no, that was the tweeted questions. So thank you for th- thank you for using Twitter. Uh, we also had our good friend RJ who sent in the question via email. So thank you for that, RJ. Uh, his question goes like this: Hey y'all, RJ here again. I know you wanted to cut down on the pizza talk. Quick insertion here: I didn't want to cut down on the pizza talk. Everyone else did. Carrying on. Yep. But I thought a fun little game would be to have the guys think of what type of pizza they would be, and then have Oren describe them as pizzas, and then see how accurate she is? Basically guessing what type of toppings would be on a Tom, Tim, and Socks pizza. You guys can decide if there has to be a limit on toppings, or if they can change crusts. Basically, if up to your interpretation of what the game should be. Thanks in advance if you use this dumb idea. I need to read this question to myself again just to try and understand what the question yeah, is. Yeah, you probably should have done that before because what he gave us here seems to be like some kind of putty that we can mold into whatever it's we want to be. It's very pliable. There's a lot going on. This could be fun, though. I think so. Yeah, it's a great base. It's a great base. Maybe maybe we wait and do it next time. You think so? Just so, well. Yeah. I think so. Maybe by then we can find a replacement for Socks so we can fill his spot. Maybe. Well... Hmm. Because I think there would have to be sort of a thing where I like go into a cone of silence while you guys figure this That's out. That's true, yeah. Um, so because I can't listen because then I have to guess, and it, this just seems like the sort of thing that we need to put a little extra thought and planning into because RJ deserves that. From he, us. No, he, he absolutely can't does. this for RJ. This That's true. This, she yeah. is right on the money. RJ, this is a fantastic question, and I'm excited to play this game. It's on us that we need more time to prepare for this question and we will be prepared for the next podcast so don't you worry about that so, but this is going to be tune util- in. this is going to be utilized and you know what this is going to be a tentpole of the next podcast this is going to be uh, this is going to be fantastic so thank you for that I say we center everything we ever do around this one thing for the rest of our lives not just the podcast this is it this is what we've got going on cool alright let's do it well that was questions um I don't know what are you guys feeling I feel like we've We've come like you know full circle in terms of you know starting off Negi. We finished Posy. We're looking to the future now. Um, I think we've gotten over our, our, our frustrations and our um, you know being rubbed the wrong way by that little fucking. It's still snake. not sitting well with me. It's, it's still not sitting. It's well like with a me. it's like a pit. It feels like a pit, like you'd find in a peach that's just sitting he inside. He just left. Was that? He just left. He just left. Yeah. He just fucked off. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to put on a smile, but inside I'm still fucking frowning. I'm looking it's at his really shitty. I'm looking at his empty seat in our podcast studio that we share, uh, and I see that it's empty, and it's just like, what the fuck, man? You know, you could have said something. Wait, wait, Tom, hmm. hand me that piece of paper right there by by, wait, where, by his chair where he used to sit. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, hold up, let me just hey, hand me that. Yeah, sorry. Here you go. Uh, oh my gosh! Wait, I'll hold the magnifying glass. We we have one last question. It's from Socks from the Great Beyond. What? Wait, when you say the Great Shut Beyond, up. left us a question on this piece of paper. You mean his cruise, right? Like the Great Beyond would usually imply he's dead. Oh well, yeah, no, he's just on the okay. Earth all right, all right, with his Roomba. Okay. Um. Well, this is a big one too. Will Tom pass the big dog title onto Orin? 
Son of a bitch. In order to boost her social media engagement levels. He's a fucking prick that he, this is what he bestows upon us. This is what he leaves you us. You said last week, you said, I mean, not last week, but the last time that you would, um, you would handle that this time. He just threw us back into turmoil. He did. We were doing a little better. I hoped this wouldn't come up. I hoped this wouldn't come up. I've been thinking about this long and hard. Um, you know what? I've been looking at Oren's content. I've been looking at, you know, what she's been putting out there. Uh, and I've been looking at her follower numbers, and they should be higher. Fuck you, Tom. What? Fuck you. No. Fuck no. you, Tom. Fuck no. fucking sustain your notes at all. I sustained for a full five seconds.